Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily become with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man. That state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes.
broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the show for any reason, you can email us as always, rdgable, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media, tst underscore underscore radio on Twitter and facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings, of course, for Facebook. If you visit our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, you can learn about the show. You can also listen to our free archive. There are monetized advertisements in that archive, though, so if you'd like to get rid of those, you can subscribe to the full show archive. So you'll get the show without the ads, plus you'll get access to the montages and digital copies of my books. You'll get early access to the show and a private RSS feed. When you subscribe or when you buy a book separately on the website, that's the only place you can get them. You will support this show and you will keep us on air Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, right after Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis. And of course, a big thanks to Ground Zero for allowing us to do our show here, because no matter how much effort and time I put into this show, or even if I had tens of millions of dollars I put into the show, if we didn't have somewhere to call home, it wouldn't matter as much. So thank you so much for supporting us and thank you so much for listening to the show and appreciating, as I get all these emails every week, appreciating what we talk about and what we have to say. Some nights, completely different than others. We've really bounced around this week to different subjects, but in some way, in some shape, and in some form, they're all really interconnected. I've told people for a long time, you can start on the subject of food and food industry propaganda and ingredient labels, and you can wind up in a haunted house and you can end up, you know, uh, you know, in the far reaches of space or the bottom of the ocean, there's always something to learn. And I try to learn every day, something new. And then I try to bring that to you, or at least to bring a new perspective to you. And last night I thought, here's a subject we really don't think about or talk about. It's something so common that we think of, let's say, blackmail in politics. We think of corruption in government. But we don't often think about how we as citizens can be the victims of that same blackmail and that same corruption. How we as citizens can be gaslit into supporting things we otherwise wouldn't support. We can be emotionally blackmailed. See, the public is just as vulnerable to this emotional blackmail, corruption, gaslighting, manipulation, for all intents and purposes, mind control. We're just as vulnerable and we're just as guilty of succumbing to it as anybody in a position of, quote, political power. The undermining of public confidence in our system in the United States and the undermining of public confidence in all systems, anywhere they exist, anywhere in the world, systems of healthcare, systems of food distribution, etc. The undermining of this public confidence and the undermining of public moral and virtue has produced an uninformed, apathetic, and uneducated public and electorate that doesn't know any better than to vote for themselves. I'm going to repeat that for you. Not because I'm reading a teleprompter, but because it's important. 
the undermining of public confidence in our systems of health care, food distribution, education, you name it, has produced a highly uneducated public that is highly uninformed, highly manipulative, uh, manipulated, highly malleable, highly blackmailed, highly gaslit, highly corrupt in mind and in body. An uninformed and educated public and electorate that doesn't really know any better. They just vote for themselves as apathetic, independent slaves. This might be a harsh criticism for some people to, to consider, but you think about it for a moment, this is what the general public has become. That doesn't mean you or your family or your friends or me or anybody I know, just collectively. The collective conscience has been turned into a uniform, uninformed, uneducated, and apathetic thing. A hive mind, if you will, that is controlled through the energy of the moment that directs it as a mob toward whatever the issue of the day is. And that is not only very, very dangerous, but it's, it's a little bit depressing to think about because the power can only reside in people. People can only have the authority when they're educated, when they're informed, when they are virtuous. But when people do not act virtuous, people do not act in a way that is, that is moral. And when we're not educated and when we're, we're grossly uninformed or misinformed or disinformed about anything, we just become the little lapdogs of those other corrupt people that we like to talk about and badmouth. Oh, they're corrupt. They're, they're blackmailed. They're, people are controlling them. Well, people are controlling your mind as well if you do not exercise your right to think for yourself. And that means checking and double-checking sources. That means not listening to fact-checkers. That means not listening to everything you hear on late-night radio and believing it. That means not believing every story you hear of election fraud. It means not believing every story you hear about Dominion voting machines. It means not believing every story you hear about Pizzagate or QAnon. It means not believing every story that you think is you know, uh, indicative of how evil President Trump is. It means not believing every story you hear about Joe Biden or his son or his daughter. It means not believing everything we've been told by the left and the right and the extremes of the left and the right, despite the fact that a lot of what I just said is still true. It doesn't, I, I mean, I don't know what's on, what's on Hunter Biden's laptop. I haven't seen it. But from those who have seen it and what we've speculated with context, we have a pretty good idea. But we have to be honest with ourselves. We don't know for sure. We have to be honest with ourselves about a lot of things, about everything. We don't know for sure. But that doesn't mean, since we don't know for sure, that doesn't mean that every subject becomes this confusing mix of randomness. Because when we're confused and we put no, no guidepost and we have no definition to reality... That's part of the ways in which we are mentally and physically corrupted and can become nothing more than these uneducated, uninformed servants uh, apathetically going along with the system. So I need, to, I need to remind you of something tonight. If you forgot about it or maybe you've never heard it before, I've never heard this discussed on any other show. 
and I'm going to give you the source for this. Toward the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, it was not very long after, you know, that we were told a couple, couple of weeks of lockdowns to prevent the spread. And it was only about two months after Operation Warp Speed was announced. A paper was published on how to psychologically manipulate, and this is not my opinion, this is what the paper is, is about. A paper was published on how to psychologically manipulate the public into accepting a vaccine for COVID-19. Now, if you don't know this show, you don't know me, you don't know my point of view on vaccines. Regardless of what it is, and it's not black and white, I can tell you that. Regardless of what my view is, it's irrelevant to this paper. July 7th, 2020. So this was two years ago and a week. The study was published by the NIH and the U.S. National Library of Medicine at the clinicaltrials.gov website. So you can look this up for yourself. It's also in my book, The Technological Elixir. The trial or the study was sponsored by Yale University. So this is the NIH, the National Library of Medicine in the United States, and Yale University. The article stated that the study, quote, tests different messages about vaccinating against COVID-19 once the vaccine becomes available. Its message was very clear. Get a vaccine or you are the cause of the pandemic. This, of course, is done with a lot of public persuasion, coercion campaigns. There's even a name for it. It's called behavioral nudges or behavioral nudging or behavior modification. It's a real, very real thing. So my question when I first read that was, first of all, why is nobody else talking about this? Where is the, even the alternative media to cover this? And furthermore, the big question is, this was before vaccines were available. So rather than this being a study on how to distribute and inform people of the safety data and the effectiveness data of the vaccines, this was before they were even officially announced. And they're telling you that these are, these are different messages about vaccinating against COVID-19 once the vaccine becomes available. In other words, messages about vaccinating, messages about how and, and, and why you can and should get it, but with no focus on the so-called science. Rather than show people the science, the overall report instead suggested using the following messages to coerce behavior. These are the names of the messages. Personal freedom. Economic freedom. Self-interest. And from those first three, if you are not able to, to follow along and you're not understanding what I'm saying, Yale University and the NIH are saying back in 2020 in July, before vaccines became widely available, that you tell people that in order to be free or in order to have economic freedom or, or to benefit yourself, this is why you should get a vaccine. These are just different methods to convince people, to coerce them. This is called behavioral nudging or behavior modification. So personal freedom, economic freedom, self-interest, community interest, economic benefit, guilt, 
That's literally one of the messages. Make you feel guilty. Embarrassment, anger, trust in science, and not bravery. Those are literally the messages from Yale and the NIH. I don't know which one's worse. Making people feel guilty or embarrassed or maybe it's the nightly news talking point of trust the science. Trust the science. That's a quote. Trust the science. Trust in science. This is directly from clinicaltrials.gov, the NIH, and Yale University. Their talking point was trust the science. Their talking points in the media throughout the last couple of years have been what? Go back to normal if you get a vaccine. Well, it turns out that's not true. You can go back to work. You can run your business, but that's not true necessarily either. Self-interest, it benefits you. Sure, it might feel like it benefits you, but now they're telling us vaccines haven't really worked at all and new variants are, well, they're able to overcome the protections. Community interest, same with the different types of personal economic freedoms. It's an economic benefit. Society will go back to normal. No, no, it won't. Feel guilty, feel embarrassed, be angry. Other people aren't getting it. Be angry. You should get it. You don't want people to be angry at you. And this is, this is raw behavioral modification. Then, in the winter of 2021, the American Medical Association's Guide to COVID-19, called the AMA COVID-19 Guide, gives similar talking points for media messaging. The document explains controlled responses, such as acknowledge the question, bridge to your answer, deliver your message, and proof points. Quotable language. Keep your language clear, concise, and compelling. Not fact-based, just clear, concise, and compelling. It also provided interviewing techniques such as steering, blocking, deflecting, redirecting, flagging, hooking, and stalling. It details the, quote, numbers game of broadcast and print time. In other words, your message's vulnerabilities and how long it is going to, how long you're going to have to be able to present your points and methods to deflect or block or flag or hook, etc., stall criticism if somebody brings that up. How to get to the end of the interview if you're presented with a question that you cannot answer. It also discusses standard interview techniques, do's and don'ts, while providing delivery tips. Delivery tips and how to project, how to vary your speaking rate and speaking pace, how to pause having strong eye contact, smiling if appropriate, leaning in, don't slouch, exhibit emotion, but don't be emotional. Read your audience. Stand up for phone interviews. In stand-up interviews, keep your hands in front of you and near your abdomen. I mean, all of this from the AMA and the NIH, all of this when vaccines were late, they were later going to be proven safe and effective, why not just show the research? Why is the American Medical Association and Yale University creating talking points, interview techniques, and social public messages to convince people to get a vaccine because of guilt, bravery, economic or self-benefit, community interest, etc.? And it turns out the British government was carrying out similar propaganda techniques Theirs weren't even so much propaganda as they were campaigns of fear, according to those who worked on these programs. 
one of the program, it was called SPIB, involved a subcommittee of the Scientific Advisory Group for Emergencies called SAGE. The Scientific Pandemic Influenza Group or on Behavior, that's the SPIB, according to several members of the group, actively engaged in behavioral psychology. The whole group did. They actively were engaged in behavioral psychology to convince the public that the pandemic was far deadlier than it really was. And to convince the public it was scarier than it really was. For example, members of the group claimed that the initial lockdowns were initiated as the government intended to increase the, quote, perceived, this is a quote, perceived level of threat. The initial lockdown was instituted as the government intended to increase the perceived level of threat. Perceived level of threat from the virus due to the fact that a, quote, substantial number of people still do not feel sufficiently personally threatened. These are quotes from the SPIB in the United Kingdom. Perceived level of personal threat. People do not feel sufficiently personally threatened. One scientist said, the use of fear has definitely been ethically questionable. It's been like a weird experiment. Ultimately, it backfired because people became too scared. Gavin Morgan, a psychologist on the unit, exclaimed, clearly using fear as a means of control is not ethical. Using fear smacks of totalitarianism. You think? That's overstating the obvious. Another member of the group was, quote, stunned by the weaponization of behavioral psychology. Deputy chairman of the COVID recovery group of Tory MP summed it up in another obvious statement. If it is true that the state took the decision to terrify the public to get compliance with rules, that raises extremely serious questions about the type of society we want to become. Raises very serious questions. Raises serious questions about the society that you have become. This is the standard par for the course response everywhere in the world. Now that is the history over the last couple of years of very significant methods, policies, studies, and organized psychological behavioral modification programs. Now a little bit of statistical data. COVID-19, according to the Centers for Disease Control, COVID-19 has been listed as the sole sole cause, the only cause of of death in 6% of all the deaths. That's according to the January 27, 2021 provisional death counts for coronavirus disease 2019. Now, that was updated in January of this year, 2022. So here's what it said in 2021. For 6% of the deaths, COVID-19 was the only cause mentioned. For deaths with conditions or causes in addition to COVID-19 on average, there were 2.9 additional conditions or causes per death. The number of mentions for each condition or cause is shown for all adults and by age groups. That was updated just a few months ago. It says now in 2022, for over 5% of these deaths, COVID-19 was the only cause mentioned on the death certificate. For deaths with conditions or causes in addition to COVID-19, on average, there were 4.0 additional conditions or causes per death. The same data is found in the United Kingdom. Between January uh, 2020 and September 2021, the official number of deaths from COVID-19 was just over 137,000. 
when factoring in the disease, COVID-19, as the sole cause of death, minus other health conditions, the number drops to 17,000 plus. 13,000 plus were 65 years or older. The average age of death from the disease in the UK from 2021 was 82.5 years old. Since the projected life expectancy in the UK is 79 for men and 82.9 roughly for women, almost 83, we really could suggest that, you know, some actually had a better chance of survival at 82.5 years old or 82.9 years old roughly with COVID-19 than without it. That's how statistics can be manipulated to the benefit of those who want to use them for political and other reasons. Now, according to the Centers for Disease Control in the United States, 2020, uh, 2020 to 2021, now, according to the Centers for Disease Control in 2020, from 2019, deaths in the United States increased from 2,854,838 to 3,383,729. Now, this is an addition of just over half a million deaths. And you might think, well, that's the proof right there that those half a million deaths plus are directly related to COVID, except the CDC says only 10.4% were. So population increase in the United States also climbed over half a million between 2019 and 2020. And we have to remember with an aging population, and decreased births, more and more people are going to die. So a really tiny percentage of people who died between 2019 and 2020, only a small percentage died of the actual virus, according to the CDC. Very small percent, 10.4%, 50-something thousand. And of that 50-something thousand, according to the CDC, back to 2020 into 2021, only 6% of those 50,000 deaths. It's not a lot. 6% of those 50,000 deaths, that's just a few thousand, were attributed directly to COVID-19. So based on this data, and based on the SAGE program and the SPIB and Yale and the NIH and the American Medical Association, not only is there no pandemic and there never was a pandemic, based on the data, I'm reading you their data, not only is there no pandemic, but the pandemic that we all see and interact with is one based on behavioral psychology, behavioral modification, behavioral nudges. It's a pandemic of fear and psychological manipulation. And I want to tell you how it is coming back tonight on The Secret Teaching. Stay with us. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. This is David Icke from davidike.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception. And you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. From ground zero to The Secret Teachings. Keep your dial tuned to Ground Zero Radio. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. 
We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. Ryan Gable, your host, and this is the Secret Teachings Radio. Maybe you're thinking, based on the first segment, that I'm playing with data. I'm playing with statistics. And I'll accept that argument. It's possible when I'm looking at the data from the Centers for Disease Control. Maybe I am playing with it. I don't know. Maybe they're playing with it. I don't know. We're not really sure what the data says. We're not really sure what the data might imply because the data changes. Just a few months ago, the CDC announced that 70,000 additional deaths from COVID-19 were not from COVID-19. Now, if you don't remember this story, maybe you'll think, well, maybe they were from gunshots or car wrecks. No, they weren't from gunshots or car wrecks either. Maybe you'll think, well, maybe there's 70,000 plus deaths were a result of just manipulating the data and rearranging people who died into new, into new categories. Well, that's, that's happened, but that's not the reason either. 70-something thousand deaths were deleted from the official death statistic because they didn't exist at all. They were completely fabricated. The Centers for Disease Control acknowledged this. They said it was a glitch on their computer. It was a glitch that counted 70-something thousand additional men. 70-something thousand additional women. 
So that's a lot of people, especially considering that in 2022, just 5% of the deaths overall from COVID were because of COVID. 4.0 additional conditions were responsible for 95% of the deaths. And when you look at the data, let's say 2020 to 2021, an additional 500,000 plus people died in the United States. Yes, but there's a reason for that. One, we have an increasing population. Two, we have decreasing births and we have an aging population that is dying in larger numbers. We also saw, according to the CDC, that only 10.4% of that half million or so died from COVID. So break it down like this. Of the half a million plus, it's like 528,000, 529,000 died from 2020 uh, or 2019 and 2020. So from the start of the pandemic to the end of 2020, we had half a million plus deaths. Only 10% of those, even if we just kind of round this to make it easier to understand, half a million and 10%. So that gives you out of half a million, that gives you about 50,000 people, roughly. The real statistic would be like 55, 56, something, something like that. It's like 50,000 people. We're just trying to round this you know, to whole numbers so it's easier to, easier to process. So of the 50,000, according to the CDC, of the 50,000, at that point, only 6% of the 50,000 would have actually died of COVID directly. The rest of the people were dying of other conditions. They were dying with COVID. So that's, that's an important distinction to make, right? We need to understand that. Now the CDC has published new data. They say COVID-19 was listed as the underlying cause of death in just over 400,000 people in 2021. It ranked third behind heart disease, which has jumped another 40 to 50,000 on average. It's like 619, 620, 630. It's 693,000 people died in 2021 from heart disease and 604,000 plus cancer deaths. Now, I'm not giving you the exact numbers because it's too meticulous, but this is all from the CDC's website. If, if you, you want the exact numbers, you can go to their website, look at the death stats for 2021. I'm just trying to make it simple to understand so I'm not rattling off numbers, but I've got them in front of me. COVID-19, 415,399 deaths during 2021. And then it goes on to heart disease and cancer. The CDC says COVID-19 was the underlying cause for 13.3% of all deaths in 2021, increasing from 10.4% in 2020. So it supposedly goes up a few percentage points. Now, if we're sitting here and we're looking at the data, we could think a lot of things. We could find data to show that a lot of people had died, a lot of people um, suffered from the disease. We could find data to show that, well, nobody's really suffering from the disease. You make a statement like that, people say, what about me? I was sick. What about my friends? They were sick. You say my parents didn't die. You say my aunt didn't die. My grandpa didn't die. No, pe people die. I, I don't know where that idea comes from. Yes, People are dying, but the real question is, are those people dying at 75, 80 years old from heart disease? Are people dying at, you know, 50, 60 years old from a stroke? 
Or are they dying because they have a particle in their body? Is the particle killing them? That's important because if the particle isn't actually responsible for them getting sick, which it's yet to been to be proven, according to the Centers for Disease Control and the FDA, that they still maintain the thing doesn't transmit through surfaces and it doesn't transmit in the air. So where the hell is it transmitting from? That's on their website. So if it's not transmitting from these places, where is it transmitting from? Maybe the real question is, it's not so much, is the particle making you sick? This is the whole idea between germ and terrain theory. Or are people dying of other things and they've got this particle in their body and it's being attributed to the disease, you know, this particle that's causing them to have a disease? Do they actually have Maybe those aren't the questions. Maybe the questions are, why is the American Medical Association, why is the NIH, why is Yale University, and why was the British government carrying out programs that are literally methods of behavioral modification to terrify the public into believing that the pandemic was worse than it really was. That's the real question. Forget the statistics. That's the real question. And just when you thought it was gone, just when you thought monkeypox was going to take its place, we got over the, the alpha and the delta and the omega and the 1, 2, 3, B, 4, 17, whatever. We got through all those variants. Now there's a new variant. In fact, there's two new variants. Do you know there were two new variants? And they're spreading rapidly, we're told. Two new variants. One of the new variants is an Omicron subvariant. The other is another Omicron subvariant. One is called BA.5. The other one is called BA2.75. Now, when the public hears these things, they obviously have a tendency to think, well, this is confusing, but it sounds complex, it sounds scientific, it sounds medical. I can't argue with science. These are the new subvariants BA2.75 and BA.5. One of those subvariants, the BA275, is called Ninja. It also goes by the name Centaurus. Now, Centaurus contains two of the. Um, now, Centaurus supposedly contains like seven different variations of uh, of Omicron. And it's supposed to be, you know, just like there's BA275, BA5. They're supposed to be deadlier. They can evade the vaccines. They can evade your immune response. They're going to kill you faster and more efficiently than any variant before them. At least that's what uh, the media has informed us of. You go to the Associated Press... USA Today, Forbes Magazine, uh, Bay News in San Francisco, bunch of newspapers there. I mean, it's just, it's all over the internet. COVID-19, Centaurus, BA275. The FDA has now authorized a fourth vaccine called Novavax as well. The fourth vaccine, it will be available if you'd like to grab it. Now, the World Health Organization is saying we shouldn't call Centaurus or Ninja 
Centaurus or Ninja. They say that it's just BA275. They haven't come up with an official designation according to the World Health Organization. Now, when you look at some of this, this news on the subject of, you know, uh, what, what do they call it? Uh, the Ninja variant. Ninja sounds, well, kind of scary and mysterious, right? And they're saying that Ninja or Centaurus is part of the stealth variant of Omicron. And then I read other stories that are like, it's not Centaurus, it's Ninja. And then I read today that the World Health Organization isn't calling it Ninja. They're calling it BA275. They haven't come up with an official designation. And I start to think, can nobody figure out what the official story is and are we supposed to figure out what the official story and narrative is even if we want to follow it even if we want to get our vaccines and wear a mask and social distance and do exactly what the communist chinese were forced to do in the 1950s even if we want to do that how are we supposed to figure it out if we can't get coherent cohesive responses from the who or from the cdc how are we supposed to do it like Hey, I want to get my vaccine. I want to wear my mask. Can you give me some data on it? No, we can't do that. Well, then why should I do it? Because it's, you need to. So, you know what? I called a vaccine center, one of the uh, local centers, to see if I could get a vaccine. And when I called them, they were like, yeah, sure, absolutely. Come on down. We can, we can hook you up with the vaccine. And I said, okay, but I, I, I want to make sure. I've been hearing some things in the news, I just, I played that person, that character. I said, I've been hearing some things in the news about blood clots. I've been hearing some things in the news about, about the dangers of the side effects. Can you give me any information on that? And immediately, the woman changes her tune. Um, uh, no, we can't provide that information. I said, oh, so you can sign people up to come get it, but you can't inform them of the potential side effects. Suffice to say that I've called a few times, and lo and behold, I've been hung up on. Now, the woman or the man who answers the phone to set it up, I don't know the legality of whether or not they're supposed to provide information on the side effects, but I think that they should morally be able to do that, or they should at least find someone who can answer that question rather than hang up the phone. See, that's suspicious behavior. That's not a government doing it. That's not a politician doing it. That's a person like you or me who's being paid maybe $10 an hour or who's volunteering to sign people up to be injected with something that they don't even know what it is. And even though they know there are side effects, regardless of how dangerous or deadly they are or how mild they are, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if the side effect is, you know, y- y- your hand shakes for five seconds, there's no effect on the rest of the body, and then you go back to normal, and there's no damage done to your hand or the nerves. If that's as simple as it is, or it makes you blink really fast for 30 seconds, if that's as simple it is, as it is, they should be able, and they should legally, doctors and people that administer them are, they must provide you with information on the potential dangers. And not only, not only the potential dangers, of, of the vaccine, but the long-term potential dangers. And if they tell you they don't have the, do- the documentation the long-term, then, well, they shouldn't be distributing it because they don't know the long-term, so they shouldn't be putting that into somebody's body. This just shows us, like the NIH, the AMA, and the SPIB, they're not really concerned about facts and science. They just want you to, quote, trust in science. 
That's the NIH saying that. Just trust in science. Well, that's the most unscientific thing that you could possibly say. Trust in science? That's the opposite of science. I think most of you know that by now. But what you might not know, I didn't know this until I did a lot of research on it today, that the Omicron variant, otherwise known as Centaurus or Ninja, Ninja, is, uh, well, it's the most contagious. It's the most immune evasive. It's the most dangerous. And the list goes on and on and on. Of all of the other variants, of all of the other versions of COVID-19. And health officials are warning you, you need to wear your mask. You need to get your vaccines. Now, I read an article last night about the World Health Organization chief, Dr. Tedros at Hammond. Hanum, Tedros at Hanum. And he and the World Health Organization as a body are urging governments to reinstate COVID measures like masking and ventilation because of a, quote, increasing trend in deaths or increasing trend of deaths. This article says out of the UK, as the British government, along with many others, from wealthy countries, many other wealthy countries, have all but abandoned coronavirus restrictions. The WHO Director General, Dr. Tedros, says the pandemic is, quote, nowhere near over. Infections and hospitalizations are once again on the rise, they say. And it's driven by the coronavirus subvariant Omicron BA2. Experts have warned that new variants can reinfect even those with some form of antibody immunity in a matter of weeks. Amid a spike of COVID transmission and what they say is increasing hospitalizations, one doctor in the UK urged governments to, quote, deploy tried and tested measures like masking, improved ventilation, and test and treat protocols. That's a quote. Deploy tried and tested measures like masking, improve ventilation, and test and treat protocols. You notice that when they say the pandemic is nowhere near over, they don't really provide any explanation for that, except it's implied that there are a rising number of infections and hospitalization admissions. They don't say that the hospitalization admissions are even a result of the increasing cases. They just say there's a rise of hospital admissions. Dr. Tedros from The Who says it's nowhere near over, And we need to recognize this. The proof is, quote, increasing trend of death. That that we're just, it's an increasing trend. Okay, increasing trend of death. But let's, let's look at it like this. Let's say July 1st, you had 100 deaths. By July 7th, you had 10 deaths. So the death rate dropped. Now, by today, the 14th, Let's say you had 15 deaths, way less than 100, but a few more than 10. Just a silly example to give you some perspective. You could then say there's an increasing trend of deaths. Although it might be increasing 
the increase and the statistical increase might be nowhere near what it was that led to the 100 deaths back on July 1st. And this is how the data is manipulated. Sure, it's really hot today. It's the hottest day on record. Okay, what record? How long does that record go back? And are you talking about just today? I mean, the climate issue is getting so specific, now it's like they're selecting the hottest cities in the country. They're saying Phoenix has never been this hot since this specific date at this specific time, this specific year. Well, if you're doing that, then every day, every time could be a record, you know? It could be a record of heat. It could be a record of... It just it doesn't really make any sense, and it's not supposed to make any sense. It's a manipulation and a distortion of reality. It's just like so random. Like, have you ever watched SpongeBob? I'm a big SpongeBob fan. Okay, a lot of a lot of a lot of my audience has known that for years. I'm a big SpongeBob fan, the original SpongeBob. And there's an episode where SpongeBob is he's uh, communicating with uh, this other villain character named Plankton. He's a little Plankton, and he's trying to steal the the Krabby Patty formula from the Krusty Krab. And SpongeBob knows that it's not that it's that it's really Plankton who's in this like robot suit who's he's pretending to be SpongeBob's boss. And he knows it's not really his boss. He knows it's Plankton. So he starts messing with him. And part of the part of the interaction is he's trying to get this secret formula and SpongeBob's going through all these different uh, all these different processes and and uh, and different things they're supposed to do before they discuss the form the formula. One of the things they're supposed to do is like they have to drink chocolate milk on a Tuesday after it rains and then jump on one leg. I mean, that, I mean, that's a fun, that's a very funny episode. I love that episode. That is that is how governments and how media and how doctors are presenting COVID-19. It's like and, and climate change for, for that matter as well. It's like this is the hottest day on record since this day, 100 years ago, since records were kept based on this specific time when the temperature was taken at the hottest part in the hottest city. It doesn't really give us a good idea of, well, okay, if it's 115 degrees in Ontario in December, then we have a problem. But if it's 115 degrees for like five days during the summer solstice in Phoenix, not a problem. Unless you really just don't like heat. If they're telling us, well, COVID, this is, this is a deadly, it's a deadly virus. It's deadly, 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 deadly. Well, you start to think what must must be deadly. People I know have died. But did people you know die from the virus or did they die from like my friend's mom died? She died from the the drugs that they put her on in the hospital. She didn't die from COVID. She died from the drugs they put her on. My friend was there in the hospital with his mom. She died from the drugs they put her on. They strapped a mask to her face. My friend and his sister, they tried to get the doctors to remove the mask because his mom couldn't breathe, but only because they put the mask on. So they literally put the mask on, then she can't breathe, and they say it's because she's having trouble with COVID. And it's like, no, they put the mask on her. She can't breathe because they put the mask on her. So then I think, I think he said they got, they, got her, they got to take the mask off, but she ended up dying because they stuck her on, on drugs, on the COVID protocol. They killed her. They told us the vaccine wouldn't, wouldn't um wouldn't be useless it would uh, prevent you from getting sick then it's like well it won't prevent you from getting sick it'll prevent you from going to the hospital then well it won't really prevent that it'll just prevent long covid then now it's just well there's centaurus and ninja same variant and now there's ba.5 there's also ba.4 and these variants they evade the vaccine so now 
The FDA has approved a fourth vaccine, and they're telling you officially to make sure you get your boosters. The CDC says, and this is according to a, um, a report from yesterday, San Francisco newspaper, with highly contagious Omicron variants rising concerns for another virus surge. It should say raising concerns, but AI writes this now. White House officials stressed the importance of getting booster doses, even if you were recently infected. All Americans age five and over should get a booster five months after their initial primary series, according to the CDC. And those over age 50 or those who are immunocompromised should get second boosters. Uh, Another typo should get a second booster, not should get second booster. I can't. Does AI write this or are these humans that are illiterate? I think it's both. Uh, you should get a second booster four months after after your first. Tens of millions of eligible Americans haven't received their first booster. That's because they, it's, it's, it's a scam. It doesn't work. It's worthless. In fact, the only thing that's been proven to prevent you from getting COVID-19 and to prevent you from getting sick if you're testing positive with it, this is not my opinion. We talked about this Tuesday. The only thing that's been proven is a plant-based diet. That's not my opinion. These are major publications and major studies. A plant-based diet is the only thing that has been proven to actually prevent and mitigate not just COVID-19, but all disease. And that research goes back to the late 1990s because a plant-based diet is the only thing that's actually been able to prevent and even reverse heart disease, coronary heart disease. So why are we not being told about the plant-based diet? I mean, we are, but it's a processed plant-based diet because of climate change. It's not because we we are trying to prevent people from getting sick. And now, uh, according to uh, the Daily Mail, take it for what it's worth. It's from the Daily Mail. If you don't trust them, I don't blame you. But New York City's monkeypox vaccine booking system has crashed amid a rocketing demand for monkeypox vaccines. According to the Daily Mail, and statistics in the United States, infections now exceed 1,000 from the growing outbreak. Most patients suffer fever, body aches, chills, and fatigue. Ah, just like the COVID-19 symptoms. The same symptoms that if you read the declassified military documents for people who have interacted with unidentified flying objects, literally the COVID-19 symptoms are listed under those symptoms or side effects or exposure to to ufos literally so that tells us the body is reacting whether it's a ufo or it's monkeypox or it's covid19 or you leave your window open at night and wake up with a sore throat and it's cold outside your body's reacting to something and now we're being told and we have been for weeks now about the sudden death syndrome in adults the sudden death syndrome, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit, the SADS syndrome, the sudden death syndrome, which officially is not adult, it's sudden arrhythmic death syndrome. We're being told that that's normal for people to just drop dead in, in large numbers from heart complications and heart issues. And, and it is, it is. People do die from heart issues all the time. It's one of the leading causes of death, if not the leading cause of death for men and women. It is for men. It is becoming that for women. 
But when it starts to happen, we, we, we always blame, well, that must be the vaccine. The vaccine's responsible for killing everybody who's had, you know, a heart issue. The reality is every person who died during the height of the pandemic was not dying from COVID-19. In fact, a really tiny percentage officially died from COVID-19 directly. We're talking about just a few thousand people. Some of them weren't dying from comorbidities. They were dying from other things like car wrecks, etc. But when people die after the pandemic, when people are taking their vaccines, not everybody who's dying is dying from a vaccine. And that's important to recognize. And I don't hear a lot of that in late night radio. It's either one or the other. And they're both coming from the same biased mindset that is manufactured and created to make you a malleable citizen to obey and to follow orders. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. We're going to talk about Centaurus and its connection to the stars and the thunder moon last night. Right after this, don't go anywhere. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. This is Linda Godfrey, author of Monsters Among Us, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Broadcasting from somewhere between heaven, hell, and purgatory, it's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Release the Kraken! You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. 
and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and call out to the fallout back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. If you'd like to contact the show, email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings and TST underscore underscore radio on Twitter. Check out our affiliate sponsors on the website, Pro and Water Filters, the Tuttle Twins, and Transistor FM. Please subscribe to our archive or grab a copy of one of my books. If you'd like to support this show, get access to the montages, the digital versions of my books, and more when you subscribe for a month or a year, all at www.thesecretteachings.info. Secretteachings.info. The email rdgable at yahoo.com. Use that to send us information, questions, etc., and I'll try to get back to you as soon as possible. So there is a new variant of COVID-19. In fact, by the time I've said that, there are two or three other new variants of COVID-19. One of those variants is called Ninja, a.k.a. Centaurus. The World Health Organization is saying we shouldn't call it Centaurus. We don't have a designation for it. However, officially it's called Ninja, but the World Health Organization said in the last 48 hours they don't have a classification for it, just BA275. Then, when you weren't looking, or maybe you were looking into Centaurus, here comes BA5. BA5 is another variant, and we just learned about that in the last couple of days. BA5 BA5 is, like Centaurus, an Omicron sub-variant. BA5, BA275, BA4, it's, I mean, at this point, I think we can, we can recognize that it's, it's beyond ridiculous. But can't, if you can't realize that yet, I, I'm not sure if, if you ever will. Obviously, if you're listening to this show, you've probably recognized that. You probably recognize that for some reason, despite the fact that they didn't work, officials are strongly encouraging people to get vaccinated and wear a mask. Listen to this headline. Health officials warn of Omicron subvariant BA5 from WSOC-TV. And it says officials are also urging people to get vaccinated and wear a mask, but those precautions haven't stopped COVID-19. So why would you get vaccinated and wear a mask if it is acknowledged that those precautions haven't stopped COVID-19? Why haven't they stopped it? Because it mutates. So here's the line of thought. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not getting the vaccine because even if they help a little, 
they're not actually stopping COVID-19. And people say, well, they're not stopping it because it mutates. Okay, but it's, it, you're admitting it's not, they're not, it's not being stopped. You're just giving me the reason it's not being stopped because it mutates. So that still means the mask and the vaccine is worthless. No, you still have to wear them because they help protect you. Okay, but, but they haven't stopped the virus so far, right? Yes. Why? Because it mutates. Okay, so it mutates. That's why it doesn't stop. The vaccines and the masks don't work. So I'm not going to wear them or get a, get a vaccine. But they could protect you. Okay, well, a lot of things could be the case. But that doesn't mean I'm going to change my life because it could. It may. One University of North Carolina doctor said that although... Masks and vaccines haven't stopped COVID-19 because it mutates. Whether you're vaccinated or not, whether you're boosted or not, or even whether you've had COVID-19 before, doesn't matter. You can still get infected. So let's ask that question again. Why would I wear a mask? Why would I get vaccinated if these things do not protect me? Well, they only don't protect you because it mutates, so you should still wear them. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Now, one University of North Carolina doctor says you could have gotten your vaccine. You could have gotten boosted. You could have been like some of these trendy people on the Internet and gone and gone and got what three or four or five vaccines from different companies. I'm getting my my second Johnson and Johnson. I have blood clots all the way down my left leg, but it's not liberal enough until I have them down both legs so I can identify as a physically disabled person. And then I'm going to go get the Novavax vaccine. I've been waiting for Novavax, Novavax to come out for months. And here it is. I'm going to go get it. People, people are waiting in line for these vaccines like it's, an, it's like a Star Wars movie or something. But even the doctors, even the media are telling us, yeah, they don't work because of mutations, but you should still wear them because they could protect you. But they don't because of mutations, right? Right. Are they mutating? Yes, it's mutating. So why would I wear it? Because it could protect you from future mutations. But the mutations are the reason it's not protecting me. So I'm not wearing it. It's that simple. This has nothing to do with science. This has everything to do with the NIH, the U.S. National Library of Medicine, clinicaltrials.gov, Yale University, the American Medical Association, and the British government's SPIB SAGE program. For those of you who missed the first hour, the NIH and the U.S. National Library of Medicine and Yale University that sponsored it published a story, a study, in July of 2020, two years ago this month, before vaccines were available. And the study provided messages for how to encourage and nudge and modify behavior not by providing people with accurate, safe, and effective data, but by telling people you'll be free if you take the vaccine. We'll talk about gaslighting. Personal freedom, economic freedom, self-interest, community interest, economic benefit, guilt, embarrassment, anger, trust in science, not bravery. Those were the talking points. Then the American Medical Association in 2021, because that was July of 2020, in 2021 in the winter, so this was just a few months ago, really six months ago, much closer than the 2020 study, provided messages for doctors and others on how to interview, how to use numbers to your advantage, how to maneuver and pivot around the vulnerabilities of your talking points, what you should and shouldn't do in an interview, etc. 
Wouldn't you think they would just provide us with the science if we're supposed to trust it, not behavioral modification, behavioral nudges? And of course, the British government ran a program intended to increase the, quote, perceived level of personal threat from the virus due to the fact that, quote, a substantial number of people still do not feel sufficiently personally threatened. Those are quotes. Then we know the CDC said in 2021 that 6% of all the people that died died of COVID. The rest died of 2.9 additional conditions or causes of death. They updated that at the end of January of this year. 5% of the deaths now are caused by COVID-19. 4.0 additional conditions responsible for 95% of the deaths. That's according to the CDC's website. I've got a picture of that in my book, The Technological Elixir, available at the secretteachings.info. And the same thing in the UK. Virtually all the people that died in 2020 and 2021 were 65 years or older. 65 years or older. 137,000 people plus died. Only 17,000 roughly died of the virus. 13,000 were 65 years or older. Since the average life expectancy in the UK for um, people in general is 82.5 years old, 79 for men, I think it's like 82.5, for women, um, you, you actually had a, I mean, you had a really good chance of surviving even without the, the virus. And that's if you're old and if you're dying. This is a distortion of reality. Of the half a million people in the U.S. that died between 2020 uh, and for 2019 and 2020 into 2021, half a million people, 10.4% died of COVID-19. That's like 50,000. And we already know that the CDC pulled 72,000 deaths from their official death counts because they were glitches. Where are these deaths at? The most recent update is that 13.3% of all deaths, number of people will have a good time with that, 13.3% of the deaths caused by COVID-19. Just 13.3%. Okay, so 13.3%, what is the percentage of those 13.3% that died of other comorbidities? The, the, the numbers are statistically irrelevant. The pandemic is in the mind. It's a mind flyer. It's a mind virus. You know, I have one of those shirts that say the media is the virus. The media is not the virus. The, the virus is in the mind. It's in cyberspace. It's in your conversations with your friends and family and intimate partners. It's with people in school. It's with people in academia. It's the virus is of the mind. And it's a cannibalistic virus where we eat each other and we eat ourselves. We destroy ourselves in the process of trying to save ourselves. Because it's science. It's trendy. It's what we should do right we've heard of alpha we've heard of delta we've heard of omicron we know the connection to omega we know the ihu variant which is literally a variation of jesus meaning the ihu translates to antichrist it was literally the antichrist variant i have a section on all of this in my technology book the technological elixir and now we have Centaurus or 
Ninja, which it's a Omicron's a stealth variant. So Ninja, well, that should terrify people. It's a ninja. It could be lurking in the shadows. That's the whole idea, right? It's lurking in the shadows. It could get you at any time. So anybody with an interest in astronomy or astrology might have taken a moment and looked up Centaurus. Centaurus is a constellation that contains two of the top ten brightest stars in the sky. Interesting that one of those stars is Alpha Centauri. The other is Beta Centauri. This is just, you know, the Greek terminology, right? Centaurus is also home to Centaurus A, one of the brightest galaxies in the night sky, and to the globular cluster Omega Centauri. The famous blue planetary nebula, also known as the Southerner, and the Boomerang Nebula, also known as, or located in, uh, as part of Centaurus. Now, Centaurus belongs to the Hercules family of constellations. This includes, get this, everything from Lupus, Lupercalia the Wolf, Hydra, and Corona, along with a list of, of, of a bunch of others. But those are the three that really stood out. Well, I should mention there's actually a fourth one, Ophiuchus. So there are four in the Hercules family of constellations. Centaurus belongs to this family of constellations. Centaurus is parallel to Lupus the Wolf, Ophiuchus the Serpent, Hydra, and Corona. It's part of the family of constellations with Centaurus. Now, I know it's just Greek. It's basic Greek, Alpha, Beta, etc. But um, Alpha Centauri, like the original Alpha variant, is one of the brightest stars, and it's one of the central stars of Centaurus. Also, it's home to one of the brightest galaxies in the night sky, the Omega Centauri. So let's, let's try to unpack this. One of the brightest stars in Centaurus, Alpha Centauri, and it's home to the globular cluster of Omega Centauri. Centaurus is a variation of Omicron, which is pulled from Omega it's the small omega, alpha to omega, the little end, the end of the, the age, the end of something, the beginning of the end, the Omicron variant. So Alpha Centauri, the brightest star, one of the, the, uh, the, the brightest galaxies, also Omega Centauri, in the Centaurus constellation, which is parallel in Hercules to Hydra, Ophiuchus, Lupus, and Corona. I find that to be interesting. Centaurus is not the official name, however, of this variant. This is something the internet has created. And now the media is, well, they're going along with it, right? The World Health Organization says, no, it's not Centaurus. So the public is, is making this up. And that kind of feeds into um, the idea that this is a mind virus. That the mind virus that we create 
the new variants because we are afraid and we go along with whatever is implied, whatever is pushed on us, whatever we're supposed to believe. Now, Centaurus, we've learned about it in early July, right? Just a few days ago. And now, um, it's interesting, we had on May 13th, the Friday the 13th, we had a three-day weekend of three major shootings, right? And that weekend, we had a blood moon. And then from that point onward, we had several other shootings. We had a shooting 10 days later from the shooting in Buffalo in Uvalde. Mostly 10-year-olds 10 days later and 10 years after the shooting at Sandy Hook. And then we had other shootings, including the 4th of July shooting with Cremo III. We had all these numbers 3 and 13, 3 and 13, 3 and 13, everywhere we looked. Supermarkets three miles from downtown, 13% of these crimes are carried out by, by racial um, animosity. I mean, it's just like everything. Uh, three people were taken to this hospital. 13 people were held over here. Three people shot in the parking lot. I've discussed this before. It's literally legion, the number of relationships to those numbers. And what, what is 3 and 13 and 21? And what do these numbers represent, these common numbers? They all represent regeneration and rebirth, recycling, resetting, and creating a new world. And that's right with the blood moon. Now we've had another moon. Another moon that is called Buck or Thunder. And the Thunder Moon rose in the, the evening sky last night. A full moon. It reached its peak at 2.38 p.m. EDT time. The moon was seen by millions of people. The thunder moon. Going back to the blood moon, then thinking about the thunder moon, and thinking about those shootings, and now thinking about Centaurus, I start to think of uh, various mythological beings. And out of the you know pantheon of Greece and Rome, we find gods like Thor. God is the uh, god of the th- of thunder, right? And the god of thunder, much like uh, you know Zeus, who throws lightning bolts. These are powerful natural things that when we draw these energies into our pop culture, into our movies, into our discussions, they have an energy reservoir that can be tapped into through the subconscious. And whether we do it intentionally or not, we can manifest changes in the world. My idea is that as a mind virus, and and, and the public is literally creating this Centaurus variant because the WHO says there's no name for it, so the public is, is making this thing up, Centaurus, Centaurus, Centaurus. I mean, Centaurus is uh, you know Latin for centaur. It's constellation it, it it's right alongside in hercules with corona ophiuchus uh and hydra which is very very interesting and uh it has the brightest uh, star alpha centauri and then it has the brightest uh a galaxy uh, omega centauri so omega alpha centauri centaurus ninja omicron 
In Greek mythology, one of the centaurs, Chiron, C-H-I-R-O-N, Chiron is a um, is a very powerful centaur who isn't isn't violent and and savage like the other centaurs. He's famous for his wisdom and his, for, for his knowledge. A lot of Greek heroes were supposedly instructed by this this centaur, including Hercules. And we know that again, Centaurus or Centauri is right alongside and, and belongs to the Hercules family of constellations. Obviously, what our ancestors do with the heavens relate to the mythological stories here, that then they anthropomorphize the stars, etc. So that's why these, these parallels and connections between, uh, between the th- these different things. Now, Charon, just like Prometheus, renounced his immortality in favor of being placed... Um, basically on a, on a cross. I mean, Prometheus was on a stone, like a big rock. So Hercu- uh, he, he, was, he was accidentally shot by a poison arrow of Hercules. He renounced his immortality in favor of Prometheus. And he was then, in order to honor him, he was placed among the stars as the constellation Centaurus in the Hercules uh, family of constellations alongside of Corona and Hydra, as well as Ophiuchus, the serpent. Now, if the public is, is making these, these names up and saying, well, this is Centaurus, I don't care what the who says, it just makes me think that as much as we, we could say for the last two years that a lot of the, the pandemic has been manufactured by media statistics, by SPIB or the SAGE program in the UK, by the American Medical Association, by the NIH, all trying to nudge us with behavioral psychology, officially, the NIH and Yale University, trying to nudge us with talking points, according to the AMA, nudging us with statistics and then claiming that, well, everybody that died really died of other things, only a small percentage died of the virus. But then again, of all the people who died, only a small percentage of those people who actually died of the virus actually died of the virus. Most of them died because of old age. It just doesn't make any sense, and it's not supposed to make any sense. That's the whole point. It's supposed to confuse people. It's supposed to demean people and degrade people and demoralize people until the public says, you know what, I'm tired of this. I'm going to make this my own game. I'm going to start calling this next variant what I want to call it, Centaurus. That is the mind flayer. That is the mind virus in the mind. Nudging, coercing, manipulating, rewiring, and forcing you to accept a new reality, but you get to create it. That new reality that you get to create just like in the Matrix, you want to be a celebrity, you want to be famous, you know the stake's not real, you know the virus hype isn't real. You know about all the fallacies when you say, hey, are people dying from or with? Oh, you don't believe in viruses? That's not the question. Are they dying from it or with it? You're saying my family didn't die? No, people die. Are they dying from it or with it? There's a big difference. Words matter. Words have meaning. Words allow us to express our thoughts and allow us to express reality and the truth. And when words are censored and censured by government, by media, by health authorities, when ideas and thoughts are censored and censured, 
We have to be driven into our minds, unable to speak, not knowing what is acceptable and what is not, because information will change from day to day. We don't know what side of the equation we will be on from moment to moment. So we keep our mouth shut. And the few people that decide, hey, I'll speak out, well, they get shut up pretty quickly. And so people start going along. And they start saying, and this is one of the articles I read from, uh, there was like Forbes and a San Francisco newspaper and local TV and AP and a bunch of others. They're saying that uh, the World Health Organization doesn't call Centaurus Centaurus. That they're just saying it's B2.75. And that it's, it's Twitter. I read this. It's Twitter that is responsible. It's tweets. Tweets are responsible for it. That makes me think of kind of like an aggregate or a thought form, right? Makes me think that this is what I read today. Don't call it Centaurus, a made-up nickname for a new COVID strain, Sticks. The World Health Organization, which names COVID variants using the Greek alphabet, has not yet given BA 2.75 an official designation. So what, what does that mean? They haven't given it an official definition, according to the San Francisco Chronicle. Where is the information coming from? Where are these definitions coming from? Well, it's coming from the public, and it's coming from Twitter. That's what the San Francisco Chronicle said. It's coming from Twitter. Twitter made up the new variant. That doesn't mean that BA275 isn't a thing they're looking at under a microscope, but it was made up on Twitter. It's, it, it, Centaurus isn't even a thing, but it's a thing online. So it's become a thought form. And you thought the media was the virus? The media isn't the virus. So much as the virus is in your mind, and the virus that is in your mind is coercing and forcing you to play a game. Play a game where you make up. It's letting you choose. You know, like when, when, a, when a parent's doing something and then eventually the kid wants to do it and they're like, all right, it's your turn. Well, now it's the public's turn to start naming these variants. It's the public's turn and they want Centaurus. And... Centaurus just happens to be par for the course and fit into all of the other Alpha, Omega, Omicron, Ihu, etc. It's a mind virus. It's in the mind. And we need to learn how to combat it. When we come back from break, we're going to go a little deeper into the Thunder Moon and its association with Centaurus and the popular culture obsession with electricity. We'll be right back. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey, this is John Peasy at johnpeasy.com, and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teachings. It's The Secret Teachings, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis, airing exclusively five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. 
if you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS app store. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. The music tonight is White Bat Audio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us. The World Health Organization is telling us that the new COVID-19 variant is not actually called Centaurus. The San Francisco Chronicle reported in the last 24 to 48 hours that Twitter has created Centaurus. In other words... The internet is responsible for the new variant. Now, that doesn't mean that there isn't a BA275 or BA4, or BA5, or whatever these names are. It just means that Centaurus, as it's being called in popular culture, is not an actual official designation for the variant of Omicron. The media was calling it Ninja but they're not calling it Centaurus. So 
That made me think, Centaurus. What is Centaurus? Well, Centaurus is a constellation. Centaurus is like Omicron. It's a variant of Omicron. Like um, Delta, like Alpha, like Ihu, and all the other variants. Like Omicron or Omega and like Delta, it has this apocalyptic designation to it. For example, Omicron and Omega, this represents the beginning of the end, the small beginning of the end. Ihu is a variation of Jesus. In other words, it is, I did a show on on this called the Ihu variant. It's literally a variation of Jesus. Any variation of Jesus is an antichrist. So you have variants that are literally called antichrist that are literally, when you define what the words mean, that are literally defined as the beginning of the end and the Antichrist. That's not me making that up. This is like where the words, where the words go back to. Omicron, like Delta, pronounced Omicron, Omicron or Omicron, which interestingly enough, translates to cancer time. Omicron, though, Ami is the little O as opposed to the big O and Omega, the end, as in Alpha and Omega. Kron is Kronos, the Greek god of time. From Kron, we get chronology, and the Roman god of time is Saturn. Omicron is thus the beginning of the end times or the smaller end times. Of course, the Omicron present in uh, various movies and TV shows, Futurama, uh, independent movies of the 1963 movie, Omicron, the 2013, the visitor from the planet Omicron, of course, and, and Star Trek as well. And then the Ihu variant, Ihu is, is a translation, uh, a, a, a variation, a translated variation of Jesus. So it means the, well, the end times and the Antichrist. So when Centaurus was spread online, because the who isn't calling it Centaurus. What we have here is an internet copy pasta, like this creepy copy pasta, creepy, disturbing thing. It's like Krungus. A few weeks ago, we talked about Krungus. Krungus is a word that comes from crud and fungus under the fingernails. Krungus is an AI generated monster, an AI generated cryptid. The guy who helped to come up with this name and put this into the computer, came up with the name at three o'clock in the morning, the witching hour. And in the esoteric tradition, it's the fingernails and the cuticles that demons can, can enter into your body through. That's why you see witches with these black, uh, blackened fingers and fingernails or magicians just, they would gloves to prevent the demons from getting in. It's an old tradition. So Krungus is crud and fungus and it's mixed together. And the AI comes up with this, this cryptid monster. You know that Momo and Slenderman, all these creatures come out of the internet. Well, Centaurus is very similar to that. Centaurus, according to the San Francisco Chronicle, is a variant that is coming out of, well, social media. Twitter. And I think that's, I think that's fascinating. Because if it's coming out of 
Twitter. It's coming out of the same social media internet source that is responsible for a lot of pop culture memes and a lot of pop culture uh, themes and sigils and symbols. In, in other words, what Centaurus is in theme is the public inventing a new variant. It is the public going along and agreeing to take responsibility for, from this point onward, creating new phases of the pandemic that you thought was over. But, joke's on you, it's not actually over. According to the World Health Organization, tracking these variants, the World Health Organization says that there's an increasing trend of deaths. They don't tell you what that means. I mean, it could mean that yesterday you had 10 deaths and today you have 11 deaths. That's an increasing trend. What is our resource allocation, our energy re- uh, allocation, our economic allocation? What, are the, what is the cost benefit of allocating all these resources, all this time, all this energy, all this coverage to something that might only be affecting a few hundred people. It's not that it doesn't matter. It's just that we could be using our resources and wealth and attention spans for something more important that could actually save more people's lives. Dr. Tedros Adhanom, who director general, said the pandemic is, quote, nowhere near over all these new variants. According to WSOC-TV, Channel 9 News, health officials warn of Omicron subvariant BA5. The article concludes by saying officials are also urging people to get vaccinated and wear a mask, but those precautions haven't stopped COVID-19 fully because it mutates. So if you say, I'm not wearing a mask or getting a vaccine because they don't stop COVID-19, they say, well, they only haven't stopped it because of the mutations. Okay, well, it doesn't matter why. It just, it hasn't stopped it, so I'm I'm not going to. I'm not going to wear it. In fact, I saw, I, I, I've told you that I'm writing, an, I'm writing a new book. I'm just about finished with it. Um, I, I may even take tomorrow off because my fiance is going out of town and I've got to finish uh, uh, book cover designs for the book. So I may, I may not be live tomorrow uh, on the show, but I was, um, I was researching for my new book and I was looking at a fact check from the USA Today. And it, it was saying, and this isn't the point of tonight's show, this is just a side, a side note. They were saying uh, there's a viral claim that the Democratic Party was founded as a party of pro-slavery. And they fact-checked it and said that's not true, although the Democratic Party was the party of white supremacy and racism, and they admitted all that. But they said it was it, it, the Democratic Party started getting the votes of, of, of African Americans, freed slaves, and, and black folks later on. So that's why it wasn't founded as a party of pro-slavery. And I read that, and it's a, it's a, it was a goldmine of, um, of commentary for, my, for a little tiny section of my book. Because what does it matter why people started voting for the Democratic Party? The question is, and the fact is, they were created as a pro-slavery party in the late 1820s. In the same way that wearing a mask and getting a vaccine doesn't stop COVID-19, but the fact check is it doesn't stop it because it mutates. Well, it doesn't matter why it doesn't stop it. I mean, it, it does, you know, overall it matters, but 
you can't say it does. You can't agree and say, well, yeah, sure, it doesn't stop it. But that's because it mutates. So you need to still wear the mask. No, it doesn't work that way. If it doesn't stop it because it mutates or because of any other reason. Then it doesn't really matter why it doesn't stop it. It just matters that I'm not going to wear it because it doesn't work. And it's like then they leave out all the context, like in the story I was reading about the Democratic Party, they're like, well, black people started voting for him. Do you know why black people started voting for the Democratic Party? It's well documented. You ever heard of the Louisiana massacre? White people and black people were slaughtered in Louisiana, murdered. Trying to vote Republican. In some places in Louisiana, Republicans got zero votes because anybody, white or black, who tried to vote for Republicans were harassed, terrorized, or killed. Same thing with COVID-19 vaccines and masks. Why don't they work? We can get into the specifics, but if the virus mutating is one of the reasons, that doesn't prove that you should still wear it. That proves you shouldn't wear it, but yet the media uses it as an example of why you should continue to wear it. Well, it just mutates. That's the only reason it doesn't work. It mutates. You know, your TV is not plugged in, but just keep trying to turn it on. But it's not going to work unless I plug it in. Well, the only reason it's not working is it's not plugged in. Just keep trying to turn it on. It'll eventually turn on. Well, I have to plug it in for it to work. No, you don't. It's not plugged in. That's why it's not working. But go ahead and keep turning. It doesn't make any sense. Now, a University of North Carolina doctor said, well, you know, you got a vaccine, you got a booster. Doesn't really matter. Even if you had COVID-19 before, if you got, you know, antibodies, whatever. If God came down from the heavens and put a protective bubble around you, it doesn't matter because you could still get an infection. So it's stealth, it's ninja, it's everywhere, it's mysterious. There's all these symptom complexes. You could get a vaccine, you could have had it 10 times, you could have got a booster, you could have got five vaccines, 10 boosters, doesn't matter. You could still get sick. Well, you could still get a positive test. You might not actually get sick. Even people that I know that are, that are reasonable people, they're like, well, I, I didn't feel very good, so that's probably, I probably got the new variant. Oh, no. You don't know. Well, what do you mean? Every, every time you don't feel good, it's COVID? See, this is what people that promote this narrative do in the media. Every death is COVID-19, or it's linked to COVID-19. But guess what? The other side of the spectrum does the exact same thing. They just don't do it with a virus. They do it with a vaccine. Virtually every single person dying of the so-called pandemic are not dying from the pandemic. They're dying from COVID-19-like Symptoms which are coming from environmental conditions and lifestyle choices. That's according to CDC data. And uh, likewise, most people are not dying from vaccines. People are dying from lifestyles and old age. That doesn't mean some people aren't dying from the vaccines. And see, this is the problem. If I say that, it's like, well, you're saying the vaccines are safe. Did I say that? No, I didn't say that. What I'm saying is not everybody who is dying is dying of COVID if you're a Democrat and not everybody who's dying is dying of a vaccine if you're a Republican. That's not how it works. That's never how it worked. And it doesn't even make any sense. It's unfortunate that that argument will never be used even by left-wing media because it also undermines their argument that everybody's dying from the disease. Now you should be afraid. And on the other side of the spectrum, everybody should be afraid of vaccines, vaccines, vaccines are going to kill us, kill us, kill Hold on a second. Everybody who's dying is not dying of a virus and they're not dying of a vaccine. People die of other things. Most people are dying of other things. 
Most people are getting sick from other things. I've been like physically ill, really physically ill, one time in the last year, and it was food poisoning. But if I'd have went to a doctor and I'd have told them I felt like I'm going to throw up, I'm achy, I'd have chills, they'd have probably diagnosed me with COVID-19, and I would have been reported to a database. And what was food poisoning would have become COVID-19. I'm not assuming that. I'm guaranteeing that. Because that's how, that's how it works. So the media has pushed this pandemic thus far. Now, according to the San Francisco Chronicle, Twitter is responsible for the new variant. There is a B275 whatever, a BS275 whatever it's called. But the media that pushed the narrative to this point is now allowing social media and the internet to take up where it left off. And that is to create new variants in the public mind, just like an egregore, just like a tulpa, just like a thought form, just like a slender man, just like a momo, just like a creepy crungus cryptid created by an AI generation system. We should have AI image generators create uh, monsters uh, that you know are, are are based on these variants. So see, see what these variants look like when they're anthropomorphized to a to a monster to a humanoid. We create the variant. At the very beginning in 2020, even before people were talking about this, we were discussing this on the show. I said, people want to play Pandemic. And after a while, playing Pandemic wasn't fun anymore, was it? Going out and buying toilet paper and bumping into each other at the store and standing between each other six feet apart and walking down one-way aisles, you know, <laughs> like that's supposed to do anything. And plastic shields that prevent air circulation that actually increase viral transmissibility. All the things we do that have the opposite effect to make us feel better, to make stores look good, to make businesses look good, to make customers feel better, even though customers are stupid and don't understand that a one-way aisle, a virus doesn't care about a one-way aisle or a piece of plastic in front of you. And if you're really worried about getting sick, for some reason, just the most basic common sense thing in the world has gone out the window. Personally, I'm a proponent of terrain theory. I'm not a proponent of germ theory. But even I know that if you're worried about getting sick, mucous membranes in the nose are not the only place that viruses get into the body. They also get into the body through the eyes. So if you're wearing a mask to protect yourself, you better be wearing goggles too. That's been conveniently left out of the conversation. That right there is the simplest proof that anybody wearing a mask still, especially still, is uninformed and knows nothing of science. Because if they did, they would be wearing goggles to prevent themselves from getting sick through their eyes. Ask anybody, ask a doctor, ask a scientist, ask a virologist, they'll tell you the same thing. Yeah, viruses can get in through the eyes. Then if you're afraid of a virus and you're wearing a mask, why are you not wearing goggles? Because they're playing pandemic. And they've played for so long, now they can't differentiate between what is real and what is not real. And now the internet and Twitter are saying B275, not B275, it's Centaurus. But the interesting thing is the internet calling B275 Centaurus or media calling it Ninja or the Who saying it's 275. What's interesting is it's still on par with Omicron Omega, the beginning of the end days. It's still on par with Ihu variant, which is the antithesis, the Antichrist. 
it's still on par with this Armageddon, end-of-the-world apocalyptic theme. Because Centaurus, the constellation contains one of the brightest stars in the sky, Alpha Centauri. Alpha variant. It also is home to one of the brightest galaxies and to a giant globular cluster called Omega Centauri. Brightest galaxy in the sky, one of the brightest uh, galaxies, Centaurus A, Alpha Centauri, and then Omega Centauri. And guess what? Centaurus is in the Hercules family of constellations. And in the Hercules family of constellations, you find, no joke, the Hydra, the Ophiuchus, and the Corona. It's a real uh, set of constellations in, in Centaurus. Yes, I understand that Greek mythology, Roman mythology, ancient mythology is being used to name variants. And this is how we, we identify, uh, you know, uh, identify them as something that we should it's but more it's better to under it's easier to understand excuse me it's easier to understand the numbers right so we instead of ba275 we call it centaurus we call it ninja whatever but again it's the the internet has has come up with centaurus the people have created the new variant we played pandemic for so long that we've forgotten what reality is we played pandemic for so long that we now are invested in this artificial reality, this synthetic reality, and the public is now creating the new variants. It's not just that the media is the virus. The media has spread the virus as a thought form, as an egg, into your mind. This is the mind flayer. It's the parasite, and it refuses to die, and it refuses to let you go back to normal. It refuses to allow society to go back to normal. And that's what a real parasite does. A real parasite doesn't kill you. A real parasite wants its host to survive so that it can extract all of the resources it needs to live. That's how you know you have a real parasite. COVID-19 just refuses to die. Those that use it as a political tool refuse to let it die because it's, it's too good of a social control mechanism. Just like the SPIB unit in the UK said that people were not afraid enough. They needed to be terrified into accepting the authority. So when the WHO says that there's an increasing trend in deaths, okay, but how many people are, 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 are dying? Where are they dying? There's also an increasing trend in, in hospitalizations and COVID-19 transmission. I mean, all this stuff that we've been told, and, and then check this out. This is a, this is a really uh, great piece of information. from the, This is also from the San Francisco Chronicle. Experts are telling us, these are experts now, uh, that hospitalizations in California and other places are projected to peak in late July projected notice those words projected may could possibly might associated with 
California hospitalizations projected, just projected, to peak. This is what we were told for two years. There's a projected curve. There's a projected um, number of people that are going to die. There's a projected this. There's a projected that. The computer models say this. The computer models say that. Experts say that. Experts say this. And most of us have a short attention span and don't remember that most of the things that we were told are not true. Masks and vaccines don't work. Yet, we're told, keep doing them because they only don't work because of mutations. Well, if it's going to continue to mutate, then vaccines and masks don't work. I mean, they keep telling us, sure, that if you get a vaccine, you're less likely to go to the hospital or less likely to have severe COVID. But how can you quantify that? Especially when there are severe side effects of the vaccine. And, and what exactly constitutes going to the hospital? If, if you're going to the hospital for something, are you, were you in a car wreck? Did you get a vaccine? The vaccine made you sick. Are you there for COVID-19? See, that's the other thing. You can go, you could have a, a large number of people going to the hospital for vaccine-related injuries, for example, but then they wouldn't be going to the hospital for COVID-related symptoms. Therefore, Hospitals are not overflowing from COVID-19 symptoms or, you know, the disease. They're overflowing for other reasons. One of them could be people that are getting sick from the vaccines. I'm not saying that's what's happening. I don't have statistics on that. I'm just saying that's how you could manipulate reality very easily. Sure, people are going to the hospital. Why are they going to the hospital? Is it a vaccine injury? Is it a car wreck? Heart attack? Was that caused by the vaccine? How you quantify and separate all this stuff? It's really hard, which means that everybody who is dying, they're not dying from a virus, and most of them are not dying from a vaccine. And the people that are alive, most of us, all of you listening, billions of people still alive, billions didn't die. Most of us, if we haven't recognized that people want to keep playing pandemic and people want to keep manufacturing these variants and, 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 and keep playing along. A lot of us are with suicide rates and alcoholism and drug use and all these other things. Most of us are seeing that our souls are dying in the process. And so when we create a new variant and we play pandemic for so long that we start to forget what reality is, we realize that we have a real parasite that refuses to die and refuses to let you die. It keeps your body alive artificially through some form of black magic, but it does not allow your body to die. And there's limited consciousness available for you to recognize your pain and your suffering to the point where you just want to die. This is ridiculous. I can't live like this anymore. And I think that's, that's what's happening. We're creating the new variant. Twitter is. I mean, it's 275B, 275 is a real thing, but they're, they're not calling it Centaurus. People are calling it Centaurus. We're creating the new variant. Type in Centaurus. It's all over the media, but it arose on social media. Twitter. We're creating the new variant, and we're playing pandemic, and, and we've done this for so long, it's really hard for, for some of us to recognize the difference between what is reality and what is not reality? And this is why when you have like, um, 
you have all these Disney cartoons and kids shows and, you know, all the rainbows and all this stuff that see people with their emojis and their, their poop emojis and their unicorns. It's, it's literally creating an alternate reality. One in which the line between what is real and what is fake is beginning to, to become so blurred that even if you want to live in the real world, it's becoming more difficult to ascertain whether you're actually living in the real world or not. And this thing that is in our mind, this parasite in our mind is not letting us die. It's sucking the life out of us and it's refusing to die itself because we it's convincing us to keep it alive, to keep playing pandemic, to keep creating new variants so that we keep participating. We keep going along. We keep doing what we're told, even though everything we've been told is a lie. The projections are a lie. The, the, the projections didn't come true. The masks don't work. The vaccines don't work. But all that's all that's the case because we forgot about the projections we keep listening to new projections and because, well, the virus mutates. So since it mutates, you should keep wearing a mask that doesn't work because it mutates. This is some upside down Alice in Wonderland stuff. It's a mind virus. It's a mind virus that is convincing us to build itself in the physical real world. Like something like the Lovecrafting old ones communicating through people to, to, to build things or to open gateways. At the end of the last segment, I said the Thunder Moon and the electricity and all that stuff. Thunder Moon, Thor. Think of Zeus with electricity. All that We've talked about electricity in the comic books and in pop culture and the electric cars and stuff like that for months now. You think about the gods. Think about the Thunder Moon we had last night. What is the, 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 the Thunder Moon? A god of thunder, Thor, and what is the, the thunder moon initiating this new wave of COVID-19? Just like the blood moon initiated all the, the bloody carnage, as they called it, at grocery stores and schools and 4th of July parades. The blood moon initiated the mass shootings. The thunder moon is initiating the new phases of the pandemic. Because the emergence that we're waiting to happen of the gods returning to life, the emergence is not going to come from within inside the earth. The emergence is coming from within inside the mind, where the mind virus rests. The gateway is being opened inside the mind. We are creating the new variants. We are playing pandemic, and we've done it for so long we can't determine what reality is anymore. And it's refusing to die and refusing to let us die. The gateway is in the mind. Centaurus, just like Krungus, comes about through a, a, a 3 a.m. session at a computer with, with AI, essentially. And Centaurus came about from Twitter. An interesting Centaurus, home to the cluster Omega Centauri, Alpha Centauri, one of the brightest stars, and in the Hercules family of constellations, including Hydra and Corona, as well as Lupus and Ophiuchus. And a number of others, including serpents and and uh, Sagittia, Crooks, Crater, and, and and others. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the Secret Teachings. Waiting for the emergence to happen, but the emergence is an emergence of the mind. Thank you so much for tuning in. www.thesecretteachings.info. Already Gable at Yahoo.com. Please subscribe to the archive. Please grab a copy of one of my books. If you do that, we stay on air five nights a week, Monday through Friday. 
10 p.m. to midnight Pacific after Clyde Lewis and Ground Zero. www.thesecretteachings.info Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings TST underscore underscore radio. Check us out also on Patreon and find our affiliate sponsors on the website. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. The music tonight, White Bat Audio. And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. <laughs>